All right, cool. Good morning to our viewers that will come on. Good morning to our viewers. Good morning to our viewers that will come on. Good morning to our viewers. Good morning to our viewers. That will come on. Good morning. All right. So that's fixed. So good morning to our viewers that will come on. And so just an FYI, we are doing our tags. And additionally, our brothers will join us shortly. So yeah. Who else are we tagging? Because uh, Jamar do his tags. All right, let's see. Additionally, we got Okay, cool, 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 cool. Morning, Devante, can you hear us? Audio is connecting. Okay. Yo, yeah. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? What's up, my dog? How you feeling, cousin? 
Good, good, good. We can't see you though. Oh, uh, let me turn my camera a little bit. Oh, you good? No worries. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there you is. What's up, man? How you feeling? Good, good, good. So Devontae, Jonathan, Jonathan, Devontae. And so Devontae is my cousin, Jonathan, and I'll give a brief bio of him shortly. And I'll give a brief bio of Jonathan as well. And so, fellas, if y'all ready to begin, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to hit this record button. And mm -hmm. just FYI, Devontae, this is going to be uploaded to various platforms, et cetera. And so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's Tavi Rock, bro. So additionally, you will see some uh you see another one of our partners come on as well. And so in this case, let's go ahead, let's get it going. Good morning, good morning, good morning, world, and welcome to the early morning sports talk podcast. Wow, we got a, a very uh good show for you guys. Um, so yes, where we are back like a shark attack, back like we left some. Back like we ain't got no clothes on our back, and for the world is a better place when the early morning sports talk podcast is taking place. And so thank you all for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that have taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder, every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the early morning sports talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the early morning sports talk podcast community page on Instagram, at the Early Morning Sports Talk Pod, P-O-D. Again, on IG, at the Early Morning Sports Talk Pod, P-O-D. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk Podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price, Jamar Goodman, Ian Jones. Uh, you know, and additionally, our guest this morning, Devontae Hewley, as well as Jonathan Abinette. Today is April 29th of 2023. And we have seen yet another fascinating week in the sports world where we saw Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. It just makes me realize, like, damn, we miss him so bad in Chicago. Uh, Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat just destroyed Giannis Antetokounmpo and his Milwaukee Bucks. So bad to the point, fellas, to where Giannis Antetokounmpo, he got real emotional at his interview um, and started making up reasons for it you know, that every year, you know, you're not going to win things like that. It was a very good speech. I give him his props. See, he gave a great speech, but Jimmy Butler is that dude in the playoffs. And um, one of our guys reminded us of this a few weeks ago. Um, and he said that the Heat could be dangerous and here they are. Um, the funny thing about it, they are going to face off y'all against the New York Knicks, um, in which the New York Knicks is um, coached by Tom Thibodeau and which Thibodeau coaches, you guys know, super fans, Devontae, Jonathan, um, Thibodeau coached our boy Jimmy Butler in, in the Bulls and in Minnesota. And so it's going to be a lot of familiarity in that series. They're just going to remind you of an old-school series. The Golden State Warriors, y'all, drop it last night. Had a chance to close out the Kings. Didn't. Now they end the game seven uh, tomorrow um, against the Kings. Two face-off against the Lakers, um, who – put the clamps on the Memphis Grizzlies last night and beat them by 40. They were up of almost by 50 points in the game. And so the Lakers um, took care of the Memphis Grizzlies um, as a seventh seed. Um, it's crazy to see all these lower seeds doing what they do. Um, Sixers closed out the Nets a week ago. 
they'll face off against um, a very, very tough squad. That's going to be a series, y'all, against the Celtics. And then Denver, um, they took out the Minnesota Timberwolves, in which Devontae, uh, Jonathan, um, one of our, one of my partners, and then Ian and Jamar, um, another one of our partners, um, they all picked the Timberwolves, bro, to beat um, the Denver Nuggets. And so I don't know how they did that. I don't know what the hell they was thinking, but um, Denver took care of the Minnesota Timberwolves pretty easily. Um, and so, yes. And then additionally, uh, the NFL draft took place and the Chicago Bears got help on the O-line in the first round and made a few other picks last night. And so with that being said, introducing our guest for this morning, our brother and my cousin, Devontae Hewley, Hewley uh, who joins us this morning on the first time um, at the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast live. And so Devontae Hewley is a student at Governor State University. Um, and he plays basketball on the squad as well. Uh, he is a fellow Morgan Park Mustang like myself. And so it's always that love there as well. And so he is studying, he is studying, he is growing as a young man. Uh, he is doing a lot for his community as well. And so Devontae, young man, bro, I appreciate you joining us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. How are you? Feeling great. How about you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Yes. 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 Additionally, our brother, Jonathan Abernathy. Jonathan Abernathy, uh, he works uh, within the logistics field, and he joins us uh, for the, what, 100th time on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast? Starting <laughs> 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 to feel like so, that. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, Jonathan, we appreciate you for uh, joining us this morning again on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate um, you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then additionally, Jamar Goodman. So Jamar's screen is off. That's because Jamar is likely coming from running a few errands. And so Jamar Goodman, we'll get a chance to talk with him shortly as well. Uh, he joins us as my partner on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. We went to college together, Devontae, et cetera. Yep. And so, yeah, uh, he'll be with us shortly. And so, all right, fellas, let's get started. Let's get to talking about uh, a lot of things that has happened. Um, wanted to talk the NFL draft. Um, and yes, Jamar, I see you with your bears, you know, what's going on, bro? Morning, fellas. How y'all doing? How you feel like? Well, how you doing? How's, how was the Marins? You said what? I said, yeah. well, how was the Marins? Man, we'll, we'll get into it later. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, fellas, let's start off uh, with the, um, Let's start off with the Chicago Bears. And so with the Chicago Bears, we see that they done made uh, some draft picks. Uh, we we uh, see that they picked up an offensive lineman, uh, Jamar, from uh, the University of Tennessee. And so uh, just your thoughts um, on this pick, and do you think that this is a pick that's heading in the right direction for the Chicago Bears? Second question, absolutely. <laughs> pick in the right direction. As far as how I feel about the pick, I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, we, me, you, and uh, and Ian, you know, we was discussing doing the draft, and you know, and then, yeah, I had a personal preference of uh, Jalen Carter at the time, but I mean, all things considering, and apparently, you know, this cat here wants to get in front of the the camera. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank, th th thanks a lot. But anyway, um, no. 
Okay. Sorry. You don't you, you don't like the pick? Okay. No, no, no. No, I love the pick. Okay, you love the pick. Okay. Love the you. pick. Love the pick. Yes. Um, I mean, we got a guy that is uh a monster on the line, a guy that like the more and more I watch the film, the more I'm like, man, like I, I think we hit this one out the park. I mean, the one thing that I feel like that goes underrated is the fact that like if guys are elite in the best conference in football, then it's like, you know, <laughs> you should more than likely do better at the next level. The fact that he was in the SEC going against the likes of Will Anderson, going against the likes of mm-hmm. uh, the edge rusher from LSU. I can't think of his name. The likes of Jalen Carter. The fact that Will Anderson mm-hmm. came out and said that our boy uh, uh, Darnell is probably the toughest person he went against. He mm-hmm. And if you watch the film, he did nothing. He was neutralized. Right. This guy is a plug and play. Yeah, he's probably going to slide in the right tackle, but I mean, he can play left tackle. He can play guard as well. Um, I mean, he's quick on his feet. Uh, you had Lewis Riddick saying that he could arguably be the best player in the draft here in the next couple of years. You got mm-hmm. former Bears player uh, Corey um, Wooten. Corey, I think he's Corey Wooten. I remember. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's saying that he he can be all pro here in the next like this season or the next season. It, it's like, it's a lot of praise for this guy. So I, I absolutely love the pick after letting it marinate me thinking about it and me just, you know, giving it a chance, doing more research on it. I, I knew like, if we didn't get Carter's like get one of the four offensive tackles, but I feel like this particular offensive tackle probably fits exactly what we're trying to do. And apparently last thing I'll say, he must've been number one on Poe's board the whole time. Cause it was like no hesitation with it at all. So yeah, 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 absolutely. He even traded the pick um, to let Philly get Jalen Carter so that he can get this kid. And so, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, additionally, um, fellas, um, and you know, uh, I know Devonte, you mostly took me. You here to talk hoops, but I know you're embarrassing. I know you are. Um, and Jonathan, <laughs> yeah. Jonathan. Uh, yeah, really I don't care much Devontae because he's a Colts fan. And so we'll ask him about his Colts uh shortly. And so um yeah, Devontae, we selected a uh offensive lineman so that we can uh get help with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we selected this offensive lineman. Um he came from Tennessee. Dude looks like a dog. Then additionally, we selected a Florida defensive lineman, uh, a D lineman named Javon Dexter. Um, he's there to help the D-line out as well. And so uh, with that being said, uh, Jonathan, let's talk about your first round pick. And so you, he's an Indianapolis Colts fan. And so, uh, Jonathan, did you like your pick? And do you think that it is a step in the right direction for your team who has a lot of holes to fill right now? Um, honestly, I'm kind of gl- glad it's just not Stetson. <laughs> I mean, because the way the Colts are, I mean, you never know what to expect with them. They they have a other than Peyton and Andrew Luck, who was injury prone. I mean, it's been a roller coaster of different QBs stepping in. I mean, they keep trying mm-hmm. to pick up the old QBs to to cover to help these younger guys come in, but then by the time it comes around, the younger guys play one or two games and they're gone anyway. So hopefully they come in and just. Right off the rip, just let AR play, and so I don't mind it. I'm right. anxious to see what he does in the NFL. I'm hoping mm-hmm. we didn't pull a Jamarcus Russell, and <laughs> yeah, 
I don't mind the pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talented, right? I mean, uh, Jamar, this dude was balling out at Florida. Um, he's nowhere near as big as Jamarcus Russell. Now, when it comes yeah. to size, they are vastly different. Jamarcus Russell is yeah. huge. But, I'm talking um, about bust or not. Yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> so, like, when it comes to this kid, one of the bright things that he has, and I think that might help you fellas, is he playing inside. And so that could really help him out being a heel play inside in the dome, and he ain't got to worry about conditions like Chicago. Yeah. Big difference. Big difference. So, um, yeah. Jamar, do you like that pick from the Colts uh, with Anthony Richardson? You know what? I mean, like what John was saying, you know, Jim Irsay and Ballard, they, they are very, uh, very unpredictable uh, people in high positions. So I didn't see that one coming because, you know, really? all the talk was, was more so Will Levis. It and, was. Yeah. But, you know, for them, I, I like it. I mean, the upside is there. The upside is like, you know, Pat, you know, the ceiling is the roof, to quote Michael Jordan. Um, but, I mean, Anthony uh, Richardson and that offense, uh, I mean, they let him, you know, do his thing. And basically what I was saying from last week, like any one of these guys, any one of these quarterbacks can succeed in the right situation with the right resources, with the right people believing in them and all like all that stuff matters. And it particularly matters to this guy since he's raw. He's still a raw mm-hmm. talent. It's like, you know, Josh Allen, when he came in the league, raw talent, took him a couple of years. Then all of a sudden, year three, he just, you know, exploded. And now he's like one of the top tier quarterbacks in the league. I mean, Anthony Richardson could be the same way. So just, you know. Give him the resources, give him everything that he needs, the like the time to actually develop and learn. I mean, that that's a really good pick. I mean, in a division that you gotta it's have a, a quarterback. really good pick. It is. So I mean, they got Trevor Lawrence in that division. You gotta have somebody to go against him for the next 10 years. So right. Yeah, I think you got a guy that can possibly do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's an open division. I mean, outside of Jacksonville, I mean, what Texas just got CJ Shrub and um Tennessee I mean they picked up Will Levis <laughs> he gonna battle it out with, with, with Malik Willis now um and Malik Willis is pretty much a damn rookie the way he played last year he shouldn't have been in the NFL and so I mean you look at that division that's an open division Anthony Richardson is very talented man he kind of remind me of Justin Fields and so it'll be interesting to see how he played especially inside um mm, and y'all both you know you're in Indiana Jamar maybe one day you uh just feel lucky and say, hey, let me stop at the Colts game. I mean, okay, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. All right. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the AFC South is a very young division. And so, yeah, like Jamar said, Jonathan, man, it's only up from there. It's only up with that division. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Devontae, I'm, yeah. we, we going to jump you in now, bro, because I know you know about a guy named Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, that's a guy yeah. named Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, we're gonna go with Jamar, Jonathan, Dan, you, Devontae. And so, Jamar, Aaron Rodgers, you, you stated he finally to the New York Jets. So, do you like this for the New York Jets? And do you think this makes them a serious contender now, uh, for the AFC with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, 
we we know that the New York Jets theoretically was just the quarterback away from being a serious contender. And so, you know, we got arguably one of the best to ever do it. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to go in and be MVP, Aaron Rodgers. But at the same time, he doesn't need to be the Aaron Rodgers from last year either. He just needs to be the one that has the historic uh, touchdown to interception ratio, the one that takes care of the football. Right. That that just does enough because you got an elite defense, you got elite weapons, you got pretty good coaching, you got a market that has been desperate to make the playoffs, let alone everything else that goes along with right. postseason success. Um, we, I mean, we we know what Aaron Rodgers brings to the table as a whole, but the you know the only real knock against him is postseason success outside of that one run to the Super Bowl. About mm-hmm. it feels like a decade and a half ago. It feels like forever ago. But, I mean, yeah, they are a serious contender. Um, they definitely, in my opinion, a top five team in the AFC. Um, you know, when everything is all said and done and, you know, they get the repetitions and get chemistry, all that stuff, Brees Hall comes back. Um, yeah, that, that, team is, that team is loaded and ready. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, your thoughts, bro? What do you think about this pick? Honestly, if he comes – in and plays like we've seen him play in the past in the regular season, I'm giving him wild card. I don't really think it's going to do much for the first or second seed for the AFC because you still have the Chiefs, you still have the Bills, you still have the, the Bengals who are coming into their way. And I mean, the Bengals might be the scariest team in the league for the next 10 years. They got a core. So, like I said, I they may be may win ten or eleven games and take wild card, but as for the division, that's the toughest division in football right now. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jets underpaid for him rather than overpaid. I think the Packers could have got a lot more for him, but right. I, I think it's a great pick for the Jets, a, a great trade for the Jets. As long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Right. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Nick Bennett. And and Prescott JB stated, playing against the Eagles is going to be like running into a brick wall this season. Shaking my head. He really makes me think of uh, Jalen Carter, uh, which is the pick for the Eagles. But we wanted him really bad, me and Jamar. And so, yeah. Uh, Devontae, Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. Uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers – uh, can take this team to be like a Super Bowl contender uh, because they they were, we felt as football fans, just a few pieces away, and they got a major piece now in Aaron Rodgers. So uh, yeah. how do you feel about this pick? I feel like it's a good pick also uh, for the Jets because they definitely needed a, a more experience, you know, mm-hmm. as quarterback. Yeah. And- so I, I don't think they Super Bowl contender team as of right now, because as I, I agree with him, he said that that definitely is the toughest division. So I don't, I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl for next year. But right. maybe down the line, uh, we'll see what happens. But that's definitely a great pick for the uh, Jets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, stated, Jonathan, like, yeah, Bunty agreeing with you. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a nice pickup. Um, they got a tough division. We brought that up. And in that division, Devontae, Jonathan, as we know, you got New England, Bill Belichick. We know how he is. That man is a genius. He's not going to, like, just let a team run over him. 
Like yeah. any game against the Patriots, especially in Foxborough, is a tough game, right, Jamar? Um, additionally, you got Buffalo. You know what Buffalo is. And then additionally, you got Miami. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, that's a very tough division, let alone everybody else in the AFC. So um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how things progress in that division. Um, yeah. And so that being said, fellas, um, I want to talk about one more thing. Um, and that's just, um, it's, it's a guy, we, we've been talking about him quite some time. Um, his name is Lamar Jackson. And so Devonte, you might know about Lamar Jackson too. Uh, we've been debating this man for the longest on the early morning sports talk podcast on what the Braves should do, who has the leverage, et cetera. And so right now, Fellas, Lamar Jackson is the highest-paid player in the NFL. So he got his bread. He got his money. Um, and so Jamar, um, which rhymes with Lamar, uh, Jonathan, Devontae, y'all like this pick? Y'all y'all, y'all, y'all happy for the man? Like, what's y'all thoughts on Lamar Jackson uh, getting that bread from Baltimore? Man, I mean, I, I definitely want to say congrats. I mean, he did it his way. He, he ended up getting paid. 260 over five years, 185 guaranteed. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I, if anything, I'm just glad the deal got done before the draft because I felt like if it got done after the draft it, or, you know, if it extended past the draft, it, things could have got a little bit more, you know, interesting, mm-hmm. good or bad. But, um, no, for him, I mean, he gets paid, you know, the Ravens, they, you know, got their guy locked in. They got OBJ. They drafted uh, Zay Flowers. You got Rashad Bateman. You got uh, Mark Andrews. You got J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. I mean, you got a new offensive coordinator. So, I mean, offense is just going to look completely different. It's not probably it's not going to be the same style offense that you've seen Lamar and them run for forever. So, I mean, I think that was probably the perfect situation, perfect scenario. Um I mean, he's the highest paid guy now. I'm sure that's going to change here soon between uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. But nevertheless, he got his money. He did it his way without an agent. I mean, more power to him. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, he definitely did it his way. Jonathan, what's your thoughts, bro? Um, My thoughts are Baltimore is going to have the hottest offense for the first five games of the season. (laughs) And... Really? Honestly, the the way he plays in his history, I mean, he probably will get hurt. And I say that because, like, he's at that point in his career. Yeah, he just got paid, but we see what happens when a lot of these players come and get paid. The very next season or the season after, they start having troubles, and then they regret paying him. And don't get me wrong, Baltimore is a better team with him on the field, way better. Like the right. the comparison between him starting and, and Huntley starting are night and day. But at the same time, I mean, you haven't played a full season since your MVP season. You haven't won a playoff game. But yeah. you're sitting yeah. there complaining. And he was smart. He led, quote unquote, he led Jalen Hurts manager or agent. Yeah, agent. Uh, basically, like, give, like help him out. Give him advice. Yeah, like 
Yeah. No, no, he didn't help him out. What he basically waited on was for Jalen to get his contract, so he he should know what he's gonna go for. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so he was kind of smart about that, but at the same time, I mean, I don't think he's worth two sixty. His style of quarterbacks don't last long in the league anymore. So I mean, so really quick, so so your gripe ain't with Lamar Jackson per se, but more so the Ravens giving him that money. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was going to get paid regardless, regardless of where he went. But the way it was strung out was kind of ridiculous. And, I, and I'm kind of glad that it did get done before the draft simply because it could have t- taken like those special moments from people away in the draft when they would talk about them and everything. At least it was done before that, so it didn't take anything away from the young guys coming in. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Devontae, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on this? Do you like this deal for Lamar Jackson to the Ravens? Yeah, I think it's a good deal for him. I congratulate him. But, yeah, I, I really I agree. Even though he was going to get paid regardless wherever he go, but I don't, I don't think he worked 260. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it came to making points, um, I was um, – have it that he wasn't worth 260, but he got whatever he desired. Um, <laughs> he did it in a very, uh, let's say, organic way. Yeah, he did it um, smart. Right, he did it smart. But everybody knew, um, at least some folks knew, like, hey, he hasn't been on the field, man. Last year, you know, he was not on the field. The prior year, he was not on the field. Um, and that just, like, you, you still give him the money, but this really shows, right, Jamar? What does this show about this man's talent? For him to still get that money, oh, yeah. and, and what does it show about the Ravens and them possibly looking at him and saying, hey, if we don't get him, then what the hell do we got? I mean, just just think about it. Like, it's not – it's like more so you get paid based on what the market allows you to get paid. Because mm-hmm. we got guys like Daniel Jones who getting massive contracts out here who haven't done, done. – Jack, we got mm-hmm. Kyler Murray out here who, who getting paid who ain't done Jack. I mean, hey, and the Jamar, most da- Jamar Kyler Murray, yeah, pretty much. He has more success on Call of Duty than he does in the NFL. I mean, you got Dak Prescott out here who pretty much hasn't done Jack. I, I, I mean, these guys getting paid and they're not as criticized as this whole Lamar Jackson thing, and yet Lamar Jackson actually won an MVP. And he actually does have a playoff win in his career. It was ugly, but he got one. Yeah, the injuries, I mean, but, I mean, it's like guys getting paid out here for less. I'm just saying. Right. And so I guess in this scenario, fellas, and Jonathan, I see he's about to say something. I'd like to say something. Um, Like, don't it seem like with Baltimore, it was like if we don't get him, then what the hell else other options do we have? And I think Lamar knew that. And he like, I got leverage here. What else they gonna get outside of me, Lamar Hunt? Yeah, I mean, you're right. Cause it's like, cause we've been saying it for years now. If you don't have a quarterback, you, you don't have a team. You you're not competing. You got to have a quarterback and a quarterback driven league. That's just what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. John, John, yeah. Just that? to just to piggyback off what Jamar said. Um, yeah, you got all these guys in the league that are getting paid, Daniel Jones, Dak, Tyler, but 
how often do run first quarterbacks actually stick around? I mean, they start figuring out, they start getting leg injuries, they start getting hurt and everything, but I don't really care for Lamar's accuracy. And that's his biggest issue. Like once his legs are gone, how explosive is he going to be? He's not, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Like everybody criticizes Patrick Mahomes getting that big and long contract, but he's not Patrick. Patrick can actually throw it. So So after his legs are gone, then what, what does he have? All right. So that's, that's a, you know, that's a valid point, but also I would say is, I don't think we really ever got a chance to see Lamar Jackson really show what he can do consistently from the pocket based on the scheme that he's been in the whole time and based on the weapons, the lack of weapons that he had around him his whole career. But I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just saying like Hollywood Brown's been your number one wide receiver for the majority of your career. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, what you going to do with that? When you got an offense that runs three tight ends all the time <laughs> and we're doing RPO, it's like, <laughs> I mean, we just criticize him based on what Greg Roman had him doing for more so than the times that, like, I just want to see him in a system where he's dropping back 30 times and putting the ball in the air more so and, and running maybe five times a game. And then at that point, if he's inaccurate for a whole, you know, bigger sample size, then, then yeah, then points are valid. But I just saying we just haven't really seen it based on the offense that he's been in and the lack of weapons that he's had. Yeah, and I agree with that. But OJ, OBJ ain't the answer to that. <laughs> maybe not. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's see. Uh, OBJ helps. He, he definitely helps. He helps out big time. I mean, you know? I take him over Hollywood Brown. I, 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 I think I'm that, but we also don't know what OBJ we're getting though. We don't, but once again, I'll take an unknown OBJ over Devin Duvernay, over Demarcus Robinson, over whoever. I, I mean, they just don't have anybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He has not had weapons but, at all. Yeah. And Willie Sneed? He could have when it go ahead, Jamar. No, I'm just throwing out random wide receivers that suit up. I mean, heck, I thought I saw Brandon Price on the field for two plays. I mean, it, it's that bad. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah, the, the, the way those receivers play in Baltimore, goddamn Devontae and Jonathan go out there and be the wide outs. Jamar, man, you be the tight end, bro. Like, I mean. It, it, <laughs> I don't weapons. think we want that. <laughs> they need the weapons out there, man. They ain't got no weapons. And he could have went into the room. And stated, hey, y'all ain't got no weapons. Like, you know, and, and they went out and they got him a weapon. They got him another weapon. Let me ask y'all, is Hollywood, wait, wait, so now OBJ's there. Who's the other receiver? You got Rashad Bateman. You just drafted Zay Flowers. Um, and you got Mark <laughs> Andrews, who's been their number one wide receiver <laughs> for, like, forever. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. not a real number one because he's a tight that's end. That's a tight he's end. A, he doesn't line up on the, the outside. He's not an X or a Z. I mean, right. man, I dislike Mark Andrews with a passion. He lost me so many games really? in fantasy. He, is, he, is, he, he is lost nice me so many games in it's, fantasy. It's a fantasy oh, right. Okay. He's nice on the football <laughs> field. <laughs> he is nice on the football field. I, I, the last thing I'm saying, I'm just saying, just give him the same type of weapons that Justin Herbert got. I mean, Justin Herbert got plenty of weapons. Give him the same weapons that Patrick Mahomes had a couple of years ago. I was just saying, give this man the competent weapon set and see what he can actually yeah. do first before we criticize if he can or cannot throw the football accurately for a sample, for a large portion of his career. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Mm. 
No, nah, that that's thick. That's thick, Jamar. That's thick on the real because everybody got that same stance about Lamar Jackson. He can't throw the ball, etc. He uses legs too much, etc. You know, I feel you, Jonathan, but you bring up a valid ass point, Jamar. Like he has not had the weapons that Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, um, even Disney Channel uh quarterback Zach Wilson has had. Like <laughs> and, know, and, like, and we know how sorry he is so therefore we, he's already evaluated see when you have the weapons you can't throw the ball you're evaluated you're done pretty much man pretty much and so yeah and good morning, morning. my bro what to do good morning good morning yeah morning. man we uh we was talking about uh just basically the nfl talking about that lamar jackson contract it finally went through as you know he got his bread highest paid player in the NFL now. So, yeah, bro, um, I know you've been uh, sticking up for uh, Lamar for the longest. So how do you feel about that deal, man? You um, think this uh, was, was a good deal by Baltimore? Um, yeah, it was a good deal. Um, keep that franchise quarterback, you know, intact. Um, it's good for both sides. Probably kind of hard for both sides, man. It was getting messy mm-hmm. at one point, and um, there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there. Like, you know, who they're going to draft, who they're going to sign, and you want to start all the way over because of a contract dispute, you know, with your okay. franchise. You're not having a you're not having a franchise quarterback that sets you back out of ten years. So it was a. It was, I'm glad they got the deal done. Um, maybe Jalen Hurts deal, kind of sped up the process of that deal getting done. So it was good saying it didn't get to deal with hmm Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um it makes them a you know a really good contender. And they got OBJ. So now he got him a weapon. It's an unknown weapon because like Jonathan stated he's been out a while. But the yeah. question is you probably would likely take OBJ over what the hell they had <laughs> at receiver like they had pretty much Nothing that receiver. Pretty much every game, man, Lamar Huntley, when he was even playing, it was him and Mark Andrews. That was it. Maybe hand the ball off to Roberts. And that was their offense. They, they couldn't, yeah. And so um, now that you got weapons, et cetera, that makes things good. On the other hand, bro, I want to uh, throw in another wild card question here. Um, and we talked about it. And so just an FYI, Jonathan, me, Jamar, and we was talking about the drive. We was talking about once. And so we wanted a specific player. Um, and so maybe we all can chime in on this. Um, Jalen Carter had a terrible combine, but we know what's been going on with him, et cetera. So, and I throw this question at you and we just all kind of chime in. Um, do you think uh, Jalen Carter uh, going to the Eagles uh, was the best situation for him? And then just how do you feel as a Bears fan? Like, do you like our pick or would you perhaps prefer Jalen Carter? Um, Jalen Carter going to the Eagles was probably a perfect fit um, as far as um, a leadership stamp, a standpoint. You know, you got Fletcher Cox over there. You got Brandon Graham. Graham. Mm-hmm. And you got um, you got a couple of his college teammates. Uh, and they drafted another one in college teammates. So it's going to be mm-hmm. familiar territory for him. And um, I, think it was a, I think it was a great move for the Eagles, actually. And I think the Bears, I guess they felt like um, they had a chance to grab him. He dropped a nine. He traded back with the Eagles. I guess they had a chance to grab him. But you know, I guess Poles didn't, you know, want to deal with the extra um, 
you know, the extra outside noise from, you know, dealing with the situation coming into the locker room. So, uh, you know, I like the, I like the Bears pick. Looks like he's pretty athletic. Um, Will Anderson stated that he was the best tackle he went against in the SEC. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, got to give him a shot. Let him do, let him do his thing. It looks like Pose. He just wants to, uh, like his main focus is, you know, the D line and the O line. You know, get those uh, two situated, which is good. You know, we always complain about well, us not having the D lineman or the O line getting embarrassed, and you know, he's working on it. So, you know, I'm gonna let him cook. Let him cook, yeah. Let him cook for sure. Absolutely, yeah. We um we also see that um. Jonathan, um, you know, he's kind of up and down about the pick, but uh, maybe this morning he's persuaded a little bit that they they did a pretty damn good job in Indianapolis uh, by picking up Anthony Richardson um, during their first round pick. And so, plus he's going to be playing this side too, and so that might help him out, you feel me? Like, he ain't got to worry about the uh, weather conditions like in Chicago, et cetera, you know, like it's a big difference. You know, so uh, the Colts, they also went out and got a, a receiver, uh, Jonathan, um, in the third round. They got a DB from Kansas State. We know Kansas State had a pretty decent defense last year, pretty decent team last year. Um, and so they made some moves. Um, but just quickly, fellas, before we transition to the playoffs, uh, the Bears made a pick with a defensive lineman. So, Jamar, we got a defensive lineman uh, from Florida. Um, Florida had a pretty good team. This is an SEC guy. Uh, do you like this pick as well? Because it seemed like we addressed our line for sure. Yeah, funny thing was, before I did all those errands this morning, I did, you know, start reading on the, the three draft picks we had yesterday. And, yeah, I, I like him. Apparently, um, he was like the second, I guess, graded, I guess, defensive tackle, apparently right under uh, Carter or whatnot. Uh, on a lot of categories and so mm -hmm. I guess his, his only knock is I guess can he do it consistently because he is, is flashes but it fits the scheme fits the you know the three technique fits the style of player that flutes wants I mean so it's, it's a scheme fit so right. and then for them to draft another defensive tackle as well yesterday um, you know it just shows that they really trying to address that need big time. <laughs> and so I guess at this point, I'm, I'm, I love all the picks, even the corner that we got, because apparently he's a, he's a cover two guy. He, he plays really good zone. I mean, really good zone. Right. And he can play the man as well. I mean, IQ, they looking to really put him opposite of Jalen Johnson. I'm, I'm all for that too. So I, overall I'm, I'm loving it. The only thing now is basically some some edge rushers, which I'm sure is coming today. I mean, the foundation, the foundation is set. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We needed protection for Justin Fields. And so we all knew, man, if we couldn't get Jalen Carter, we'll get some more line help. We knew we needed to address that very important in this draft. And so we did that. We did that. Absolutely. And so, well, fellas, um, let's get into the crust of our topics uh, for this morning, which is the NBA playoffs. And so we got a lot to talk about here, including my Lakers. I told y'all about the Lakers. And I told y'all, remember that episode with the basketball girl? I told y'all about the Lakers and how dangerous they would be. And here they are in the second round now. I told y'all, I told y'all. 
And on the other hand, <laughs> what's so funny, Jamar? What you looking like that for, bro? You can't give me my props, uh, man. Carry on, man. <laughs> Hurt style. Carry on, man. <laughs> and so on the other hand, no, man, I'm going to give you your props, Jamar. Uh, we finna play a YouTube clip, bro. Um, we gonna play this YouTube clip because Jamar pointed out something that a lot of people obviously didn't see. Um, he pointed out Jimmy Butler and he pointed out the Miami Heat as potentially being a dangerous squad going into the NBA playoffs. Here they are, they got past our bulls, and that that pisses me off because we was up in that game with like three minutes left and it just went downhill. It just went downhill. And it just makes me think, and like, damn, that could have been Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan doing that to the Milwaukee Bucks. But instead, yep. it was Jimmy Butler at Miami Heat, you feel me? It's like, it's like, ugh. And so, yes, with that being said, though, the Miami Heat are looking dangerous. And so, fellas, we are going to play this clip. We had Chris Ford on with us. Um, It was probably a few weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, and – we, we talked about something. We talked about the dangerous teams of the NBA playoffs. And so, uh, world, uh, feel free to talk. Me heat for a couple of reasons here. One, I mean, I, I made a Facebook status, and it's basically been the same, you know, identity for mm-hmm. the last couple of years. They can be a first-round exit and a championship contender within the same game. That's That's, right. that's who they are. They have a wide range of outcomes. So you have that possibility. They hit that ceiling and consistently, then look out. The second thing the is, and the second thing is, remember last year they played, they played uh Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it came down to Jimmy Butler taking a, a stupid shot at the end, mm-hmm. in my opinion, on, on that shot attempt. But nevertheless, right. that was a Miami team that couldn't score the ball to save their life. They couldn't score the ball and they took. Boston to seven. So that lets me know they match up well against Boston. They added Kevin Love. Tyler uh, Hero looks a lot more healthier. It's like the role players are playing better. Mm-hmm. I think they are peaking at the right time. They, their so, record mm-hmm. has drastically gotten better as the playoffs have come along. They have been winning low-key quietly, um, Miami, as of late. Um, and so this is very interesting. Um, you bring them up, and so – well, nah, they five and five, they last um ten. Um, but they 43 and 38. And so Miami make what makes them really yes. dangerous though, Jamar, is Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, <laughs> you know, Bam out of bio. They experience they have been there for so long. Eric Spoke is a great head coach, right? He's been known as one of the best head coaches in basketball. And so if you do mention them, I see your point. That's one team you don't want to see in the first round. That's yeah. not going to be a walkthrough series. It's not going and to I, be some and, I, and I feel like the Kevin Love addition is going way under the radar. Like, it the man right. can still play. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. man can still play. He can, shoot that. He, can, he can shoot the ball, man. He's going to be able to stretch the floor for them. Miami is scary, for sure. Be interesting. Be I like it. Really, when you made that status, when you made that, that Facebook post, I read it and I was like, man, that's spot on, bro. Spot on. They either look like a, a finals contender or a first round exit. I mean, it's true. And the Kevin Love thing, like the rebounding part, that's the, I think that's the biggest part because, you know, they lack size. Point, and yeah. rebounding against bigs, you know, in the last couple of years in the playoffs has been an issue. I mean, Kevin Love, like, kind of like uh, addresses a lot of that. 
even though he's not the tallest yeah. guy, but he can still rebound his behind <clears throat> off for sure. So, right. I mean, with all those healthy components, a healthy Cal Lowry makes a big difference too because he actually looked pretty good. And the eye test, like, watching them, like, I'm looking at, like, they look really good. Like, they look better than that seven seed that they're showing right now. So, very interesting. So, yeah, that, yeah, Jamar, just to address the comments. Uh, good morning, Matt. Good morning, Matt Arrington from the No Offense Network. He stated, tapping in and show some love and share. Prescott JB, good morning, bro. He stated, are y'all going to torture yourselves by watching the Bulls not play defense in the play-in? I'm going to watch, but I ain't got no high expectations for him. Um, and so we'll watch. Because the thing is, is we all kind of know if the Bulls get that AC and they play Milwaukee, they ain't got a damn chance. On the other hand, Prescott JB also stated, he had the ability to beat the Celtics. No one is afraid of Jamie St. Patrick. <laughs> you know, St. Patrick off the power show. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> Al Williams stated, good morning now from the Allen Power Show. These aren't the same heat from a few seasons ago. And so, Al, I see your point. This is definitely not the same heat from a few seasons ago. But maybe could that experience that they've had, they've been to the conference finals for the last season. They went to the NBA finals. I know the bubble don't really count. But they were a six seed, right, Jamar? When they went to the finals in 2020, nobody really had them doing much of anything. And so they are built. They're like a team that's just built for this time of year, seem like. That's what they're built yeah. for. Yeah. You know I mean, they have a bunch of veterans. They and, – and, yeah, on you know, on surface, like, Celtics should be – like, they should. Celtics have been playing excellent all year. Jason Tatum has been, like, an MVP low-end candidate all year. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I just, I just cannot write off the heat. I just wouldn't be surprised if the heat went in seven or something, right? I just. I... Yeah, Jamar, oh. <laughs> fellas, 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 welcome back. And so, yeah, Jamar, your ass did that, bro. Your ass did that on the real. You did that. And so, yeah, with that being said, uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, and let's start with the Miami Heat. Uh, fellas, uh, y'all thoughts on Jimmy Butler being on this tear this damn playoffs? What's getting into this man? Like, and then, you know, Jamar, what did you see that the world didn't see with this with this Heat team? I mean, as far as Jimmy, I'm I I'm just so happy for Jimmy. And I really Really, you know, us as Bulls fans, we, you know, we, we watched Jimmy grow. We, it's like, and just to see him, like, at this moment, it's like, this is about as prime of a Jimmy you're going to get. Like, Jimmy is him. You know, what was a couple of weeks ago when, um, John, when it was me, you, and Ian, um, talking about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like, players that, that are him, that can get you there, right? We, we, we were just talking about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, I think we mentioned Jimmy, and we said, like, well, I mean, he kind of did it already. He took a team to the finals. I mean, granted, it was the bubble, but, I mean, nobody saw that coming at that time. Nope. And then, like, w- watching Jimmy against the Bucks, doing what he did, it's like, I'm like, this is not a fluke. <laughs> this is not a fluke at all. Mm-hmm. And for him to – Dropped the the fifty point what was it fifty six in in that game and that's a franchise record for for the Heat in a Heat team that had LeBron and D Wade 
and amongst other greats for him to do that. Yeah. And then to drop another 42 and the close out. Man. And it's not like, like, like the Bucks are not scrubs. They're not. And I know they probably wasn't all the way in sync due to a a couple of things, probably with Giannis injury and all that stuff. Whatever coach buzz brother, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like the, the Bucks have defenders. They have legitimate defenders. And it was nothing, I mean nothing, that they could do against Jimmy because Jimmy was just playing at that level. Jimmy looked like the best player in the world in that series. And this is, you know, not remember like Tyra Hero was done, broken hand game one. And we we thought, you know, they there's no way this, they could sustain this success and Jimmy turned into Hemi, Hemi Butler, Hemi Butler, Jimmy Buckets, whatever you want to call him. Like, this is the guy that we that we saw our Bulls organization drafted that that went on to the Timberwolves and we saw shades of it there. And the Philadelphia 76ers probably looking real stupid for choosing Tobias Harris over him. And look mm, at where we are now. Too. He did play for the Sixers. And they probably would have probably probably been in the finals by now. If not, I probably had a good chance of winning a title at this point if he was still in the sixes. But neither here nor there. But either way, Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. I mean, there's there's a path. There's a path here for them to get back <laughs> to, the, to the championship. It's crazy as that sounds. There's mm-hmm. a path. Because they still – because, I mean, this Knicks and Heat series, I, personally, I can't wait for that. That's going to be a defensive can't dog wait. fight. And you got nothing but dogs in that series. So I, I can't wait for that one. And I still – he probably can win that. And then if they end up playing the Celtics, I still, like I said in that clip, they match up well against the Celtics. So we'll see that. Mm-hmm. If they go against the Sixers, I mean, you got two dogs. You got two alpha dogs going against each other. They were former teammates. And, of course, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure when the Heat beat uh, Philly one time, he said, you should have, t- you, you chose me over Tobias as he was walking out, as he was walking out the arena. So, so yeah, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy is ready. This Heat team is ready, man. This, this is, this is dark times for Eastern Conference, and I hate to be on the other side of the Heat. So, mm, 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 mm. Devontae, we gonna come to you shortly, bro. We gonna come to you shortly. And so, what does this say about the Miami Heat organization, bro? Because uh, do you think the organization play a role here? Yeah, for sure. Um, you got to get, you got to tip your hat to, you know, how they run the organization over there, Pat Riley and, and the coach. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not really a regular season team, to be honest, the Heat, but it's it seems like in the playoff, they just turned into a whole different team. You know, like Jamar stated, you know, you see them in a the regular season, they look like the average team with all that talent. But, you know, when they get in the playoffs, Jim Butler, he out here looking like Michael Jordan. I'm like, damn, is this Michael Jordan reincarnated? Like, what's going on? He pulling, he pulling up, <laughs> hitting threes. He getting, uh, he getting and ones. He made, you saw he that get... block on Tyler Hero, bro. Game six. You saw that block on yeah. um, what, what's that? What's the crazy white dude that played went to Duke, play for uh, Grayson Allen. Allen. Grayson Allen. Yeah. He getting he getting and ones. He making uh, Chris Middleton foul out. I mean, it's it's crazy. I was like, I was in awe, bro. Like the fifty point game was it was something to watch. I I agree with everybody else. That might be one of the the best playoff performances. Probably it has to be top five, bar none. Like 
it was special. I was like, this is Jimmy Butler. Like, it was crazy. Like, he's coming down hitting threes. He got the crowd into it. He's coming out playing defense, ripping people up. It was it was crazy. I was like, man, is this this Kobe Bryant uh, reincarnated? He didn't jump in Jimmy Butler's body. What is going on, bro? It was crazy, hmm. man. But, yeah, I mean, they got the team. They got the length. You know, Eric Spolcher, he going to make them play defense. Man, it's just. Man, he been on the tail. That's the team I wouldn't want to play right now. If I'm New York, I'm like, man, we gotta play them. We him playing like this, man. And we and don't get me wrong, we've seen Jimmy Butler. We've seen him hit game winners in Chicago. He's had 50 point games in Chicago, but then he'll he'll kind of be inconsistent. But I mean, these last couple of years in the playoffs, man, he been he been showing up for Miami. And that hasn't been Kyle. I mean, Kyle Larry show up a little bit, but. As they main player, it's been Jimmy Butler. He's been showing up. Like you say, he took he took him to the finals a couple years ago. We didn't see that coming. Granted, whether it's the bubble or not, you still got to play basketball. Still got to put the ball in the hoop. Fans or not. And he right, I mean, right. now, he's showing, now he's showing us that wasn't no flu. He's doing the same thing. <laughs> Might right. be even a little better. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. If I'm the Eastern Conference, I'm like, man, who let – why the damn Bulls let them in the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. Man, man, man. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, he 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 been a I mean, as Bulls fans, though, we know Butler been that. We know he been a dog. We know he been been defender. He been all that. He been all that. Um, it's just, you know, the world, you know, get to see it more and more now on a different level. And he was growing still with the Bulls until what yeah. he is now. He was growing, yeah. you know, with the Bulls. And so uh Two questions. So I'm going to go with Devontae, I'm going to get you last, and I'm going to talk to you about the second round um, between the Heat and the Knicks. And then you, Jonathan, my bro, I just got a question, and I think we all want to know this. What the hell does this say about the Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks and their organization? Is there anything to blame with them? Because, I mean, they were the number one seed. They did have Giannis. He came back. It wasn't like Jamar. He was out the whole series, bro. This man was out, what, one game? No, no, it was out two games, but he got hurt in the beginning in the second quarter, the beginning of the second quarter, the first game, right? Then there three, okay. So, you know, out two and a half games. Um, and basically, yeah, you know, you still got Chris Middleton, you still got Drew Holiday, who got abused, he got abused like Drew Holiday. We know him as being an elite defender. He that's, saying, that's saying a lot that he got abused. That's saying a lot. Yeah. He got, he get well, abused. Go ahead, Devontae. What would you say, bro? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. He did get abused. That just shows you that Jimmy Butler and his prime and his that's a tough guard, boy. He said that's a tough guard. Tough guard. Facts. <laughs> underdog. He considered an underdog because he ain't really have all the hype. So I feel like it's gonna be an underdog team that really win the championship to me. So I'm mm. I got the heat or the Suns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. This is this is interesting. Uh Jonathan, so curious, bro. Like, what does this say about the Milwaukee Bucks organization? I mean, they had the best record in the league. I mean, I don't I don't even know where to start with this one. <laughs> for, for starters, Grayson Allen is trash. Yeah, he so, got flat out, yeah. he's garbage. He um, Chris Middleton, 
Chris Middleton's so inconsistent. He got that big contract. You never know what kind of player you're going to get from him. So I think Holiday, he, he's a phenomenal player, but like you said, he got abused bad. Like, it, it was just bad for him. But even if he did come close to getting a stop, all Jimmy did was pass at that point. And you got two or three guys wide open because at this point they have to double team him. I think the Milwaukee Bucks need um, an actual true big defender to at least get the post so that way Giannis and them can get out to actually help the perimeter. But even then it's hit or miss. It's I don't think there's the chemistry is right with the team. And I think that was a lot of the downfall. And then when you've seen Giannis go down, I mean, just like Memphis, I mean, when Giannis went down, they were so lost for the first start of it. Memphis, the same thing. Ja goes down, they're lost, but they, they end up playing better without Ja. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's so hit or miss because, you know, just seeing that injury or that type of injury and seeing him go down and hold his back the way he did. You don't know if you're, he's getting you back. You're getting him back for the next game or later on in the game. Like you don't know that. So it really messes with your ment- mentality and the, and the chemistry of the team. Right. Oh, and uh, for now on refer to him as Hemi buckets. Hemi buckets. I like that. I like Hemi that. Buckets. We're going to make that a real. Refer <laughs> to him now as Hemi buckets. Hemi like buckets. That. Yeah, 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 man. This is uh very interesting. You know, just see what has happened. It's just like amazing, almost. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Devontae, when you're ready, we'll talk about the second round. But you know, okay, yeah, you here. And so, Devontae, man, we we got the Heat and the Knicks series, and so we got to make our picks. We got to make our picks with these series because now we got we got three series. We just waiting on one more. Um, and so. With this Heat Knicks series, you you talk about just just curious, bro. What are you looking for within this series? Number one, uh, FYI, Knicks got home court. Okay, so yeah. you already know what's gonna happen in Madison Square Garden. They finna call Jimmy Butt all type of names. But yeah, then got- on top of that, you you gotta make a pick. And so first and foremost, bro, what are you looking for in this series between the Heat and Knicks? I'm looking for great basketball. Um, I feel like it's gonna go to seven games though, for sure. Mm. Because the Knicks ain't sweet either. They and they ain't not. <laughs> That's Dalen the whole Brunson, point. Brunson was a great pick for them, boy. Because he oh, made them. Real. They definitely needed a, a guard like that. I don't like I don't like how they do Derrick Rose though. <laughs> oh, under that. But yeah, got him on the bench. Yeah, but Jalen Brunson was definitely a good pick for the Knicks. So I know it's gonna be games. It's gonna go all the way to seven for sure. Mm. I feel like I don't know who's gonna really pull off. It's a 50-50 with me. Cause that's them two good teams. Yeah, but I just, yeah. I'm gonna go with the underdogs though. So I got heat winning that series. Seven. Mm. Got the heat. Yeah. Like smart pick, man. Smell like sound like a smart pick. Um, let's go. You know what I'm really interested in, Devontae and everybody. I'm they gonna, put, they gonna they gonna make sure they put a lot of pressure on Jimmy Butler to keep Oh, the yeah, ball. absolutely. And yeah, that's my point. Face, that's my he point. He's definitely going to get face guarded. Mm-hmm. The whole game. Right. And so that's my point. Like, <clears throat> do y'all think they're going to sick Josh Hart? 
on Jimmy Butler, who is built very similar stature, yes. muscular just like him, strong just like him. I'm very interested, Jamar, seeing that matchup and seeing what Josh is he shut. I mean, Donovan Mitchell went off in the regular season. He got put on the clamps in the playoffs, and especially in New York. They put the clamps, and let's move, yeah. They put the clamps on Donovan Mitchell. Josh Hart, it looked like he was stealing the ball from him every damn put almost every other possession. Their biggest uh, offense really was our brother from Indiana, uh, uh, DG. DG was saving them a lot. But outside of DG, like, Cleveland, like, they was like, damn, where are we? What is going on? Like, <laughs> they look like they was theirs lost in headlights in New York, man. And so, Jamar, bro, like, um, with what? this, let's, let's now move on. Uh, well, you know what, no. Let's make the picks. And so, who you got for this series, bro? Who you got between the Heat? Oh, man, 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 man. Um, just really quick about the Josh Hart thing and Donovan Mitchell. Last week, I'm pretty sure, you know, we were talking about Donovan Mitchell and, you know, him needing to be him, him yeah, right. to ride to the occasion, calling that man out. So Donovan Mitchell, I mean, sensational talent. But we know there's levels to this, and you could be all the talent in the world, but if, if, if your work ethic isn't there, if you're not trying to progress, if you're not trying to do better, it's only going to take you so far. And I feel like that's what it is with him because Jimmy Butler on the other end of the spectrum here, he doesn't, he isn't the most talented guy in the world, but he outworks you. He, his work ethic is second to none. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like Josh Hart. Yeah. He probably matches up well with him, but I feel like, dude, like it, it's the, it's the other stuff. It's the intangibles that I feel mm -hmm. like Jimmy Butler still probably going to get his, um, no, in this series, I mean, it's so nostalgic for me. Like, growing up in the 90s, watching the Knicks and the Heat going against each other in the playoffs with all the fights and all the stuff, that draw me to the game. Like, just the intensity, the competitive nature, it really did. Really so, to see these two going against each other, like, it, it makes my heart smile. I'm happy. I'm like, I'm happy for this. And the fact that both of these teams are physical, too. So, I, it, like, this is, this is great for me, personally. But, like... Brunson is him like he's not the most explosive not the not the strongest but that that man still give you buckets he's tough but the eye test shows that the Miami Heat are playing at a higher level than I feel like the the Knicks are granted the Knicks you know play defense and stuff but I mean the way that the Miami Heat are scoring the ball right now and they at one point had the highest scoring average in the playoffs against the Milwaukee Bucks, which is a team that we did not expect to score the ball at all. So, therefore, in my opinion, the Heat's going to score against the Knicks. I don't know if the Knicks got enough firepower to come back. Mm, I, I, I don't. That is the difference for me. So, I got the Heat in six. Mm. And, bro, thoughts on the series who win? Uh, it should be a tough fall series, not less. Um, one of the coaches, you know, come up with an excellent game plan and Execute. Um, I will bless Jimmy Butler. Uh, the Knicks. I will bless Jimmy Butler for sure. Honestly, I think I'm going to go with the Knicks, though. I, I wouldn't sleep on uh, 
you know, Tom Thibodeau's known for defense. Eric Spoelstra is too. Tom Thibodeau's known for defense. Um, they've been playing pretty damn well. I mean, Josh Hart, he's been on the boards. Um, the one player that I always criticized that I wasn't a big fan of, and he's been kind of been kind of showing me up. Um, R.J. Beer. R.J. Beer has been balling lately. He's been balling lately. He's been a He's been putting up some numbers lately for them. I mean, we all know Juggin Bronson. He he just he just took on that role for New York as they as they mm-hmm. main. Um, you know, even Obi Toppin, he's been he's been putting in work with them, man. They've been they've been getting it together as a team. You got quickly off the bench, you know, they've been putting it together as a team. I think uh I think they've probably been playing more as a team, probably out of all the teams in the in the playoffs right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Knicks in this series. It's seven. Mm. It's seven. It's seven. It's, it's, it's going seven for sure. Uh two one in favor of the heat thus far. Jonathan, who you got, bro? Um I'm actually gonna go with the heat on this one too. Um I mean I just can't go against what Jimmy's doing right now. Like I mean, he's been with the Heat four years, and he's already either tied or passed the most 40-point games in the playoffs by a Heat player. He passed Dwayne Wade, or he tied him. I'm not sure which, if he passed him or tied him. But, I mean, Dwayne played, what, 12 years of his career with him, with the Heat, and he's already passed him in four years. I mean, right now, the Heat are just the top team, uh, or a hot team, and I just got to go with them. Now, how long the series is going to last? <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say five, if not six. I don't I think have- it's going seven. Hmm. I, think, I think they take not so much game one, but I think they win four straight. So I think they lose the Heat lose the first game and then win four straight. Wow. Gentleman sweep. All right. Gentleman sweep. Exactly. Yeah. Gentleman sweep. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just excited for the series. I'm gonna go with the damn Knicks. I'm not gonna leave you alone, man. The reason why is because. <laughs> That crowd in New York, have y'all seen that? Have y'all just, y'all seen that advantage they got in Madison Square Garden? That has to be literally, you got Oracle, you got Chasen, I mean, sorry. You got Sacramento, but the Knicks are right there with them. That damn stadium is so loud. They just look like it's hot in there. They're like when you get on a basketball, you know how you get on a basketball court tomorrow sometime and it ain't got no fan in there? You just hooping, it ain't no fan. You know, it ain't no air conditioning. That's what it looked like when you play in New York. That's what it looked like. Like, it looked like it's a sweat, and it just like it's Tom Thibodeau's playground. He just, yes, yes, yes. You are in the dog pound here. You are in the dog pound. That's what I feel like it is in New York and Madison Square Garden. The Heat going to run up against some, they going to run up against some dog stuff in New York. And this is just basketball at its absolute best. I, I love this, man. I'm going to go with the Knicks and seven, but realistically, I'm going to be real. I say the Heat win. I just want to see the Knicks win. I'm going to leave it at that. I just want to see the Knicks in the conference finals. Y'all, Jonathan, 
and and Jamar know me. They know I know who will likely win. I make a lot of picks just off of emotion. And so I want to see the Knicks win, but I know the damn big player. But I know. And so I, I can't wait to see this series, man. Jamar, you just going to say something, bro? No, I was going to say, I mean, I accept your disclaimer. And, yes, anybody that has watched Brandon during the football season understands what you just said. <laughs> Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, with that being said, fellas, let's not progress to the next series. All right, we got the Sixers, and we got the Celtics. And so the Sixers, they well-rested. They took care of the Nets last weekend, y'all. Uh, they got a lot of rest. Um Joel Embiid, he was out, but, you know, he got a lot of rest now. Um, and the Celtics, you know, they just took care of the Hawks. And so, uh, Jamar, we'll start with you. Uh, Devontae, you chime in. Ian, Dan, Jonathan. <clears throat> and so, thoughts in this series, Jamar, who wins between the Sixers and Celtics? Ooh. Man. Um, it's going to be a good one. This this, this feels mm-hmm. like the battle of juggernauts in the East going against each other. Um, you know, they're definitely familiar with each other for sure. Um, I've been on record of stating I feel like I've had the Sixers going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and I still feel that way. I do. I still feel like this is, and it's nothing to do with the Celtics per se, but it's just more so the Sixers, their chip on their shoulder, them tired of, you know, not making it past this round. I feel like all of that, like, plays into this, to this round. And like I say, it's nothing to do with the, with the uh, Celtics at all. It's just more so I feel like Embiid is about to, when he, if he's healthy, well, healthy enough to play, I feel like Embiid is about to show out. I feel like, you know, Harden is playing a lot better this year. Maxie's playing better. Tobias Harris is playing better. Um, uh, Melton's playing better. Like, they all just playing better. They take care of business. I mean, we we know them to always get to this, the semifinals in the Eastern Conference and and check out. I don't I, – I think this is the sixth year. I, I really do, to get to the Eastern Conference finals, to get to a, a territory that, that Embiid has not been to. I feel like this is the year. I do. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I have the the Sixers and seven. Hmm. I can't wait for this one, man. Devontae, who you got for this one? Sixers or Celtics and why? I agree with them. Um, I got um, Sixers and seven, too. I feel like um, they, they always – last year they were supposed to – you know, I thought they was going to go to bother than what they got through. Yeah, I feel like this is 76 this year right here to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And playing B to Harden, they they playing very well. Especially in B, since he got a lot of rest, he's he finna put up a good double double every every game. Every game. Yeah. He finna and, eat. And, and Harden been playing consistent too. He ain't been inconsistent. That's why I really think they got a chance to beat the Celtics because Harden ain't been playing inconsistent. Like last year, he was inconsistent. He, he won, you know. He'll give you 15 points, 10 to 12 assists. Then next game, seven points, 10 assists. Like, right. I feel like Harden getting back into his little mode. Not, mm-hmm. not the Houston Rockets Harden, but, you know. Right. He right, 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 right. What about Tyrese Maxey, though, Devontae? Remember, that's, he, that's, he closed off the next game. Damn, that's, 
That's the underdog for them. That's the wild card, right? Wild card right there. That man got real game. They got to watch out for him because I think he's going to have a big, big time in this series, too. He's definitely going to be key to this to these W's. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they all got to, like, be consistent to beat these Celtics because the Celtics been there already. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, bro, do you feel like Jamar and Devontae disrespecting the Celtics? Who you got in this series? Nah, we ain't disrespecting. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If MB wants to go to the NBA Finals, I feel like this is the year he got to step up. This is a chance. This is a real good chance. You're right. Because if if they win this series. Yeah, this is the year. They got a Slater Dragon in in Boston. And I feel like they'll walk to the Finals. But. Do I believe in Doc Rivers this much? I don't. Doc Rivers gonna have to show me, man. Um, for them, for the for for the Sixers to win, James Harden's gonna have to score more in this series. Can't have the fifteen points and ten rebounds. Uh, we need twenty-five and ten, James Harden. And uh, Maxi, he gotta, he gotta come, he gotta come with his dub, and B just gotta, sh- he just gotta show out for them to beat the Celtics. They're not gonna beat the Celtics like they uh, just won in this last series and beat uh, Boston. I mean, beat uh, Brooklyn. And it ain't gonna work like that. They gonna have to come to play. We gonna have to come play these boys tough, man. Um, honestly though, I think I'm gonna take Boston at seven though in this series. I'm gonna take Boston at seven. I just, I just feel like. You know, Jalen Brown, he's taking this game to another level. Gonna be probably a super max player. Um, Jason Tatum, he's about to touch that superstar status. They just got to get back to the finals and, and probably get it done. But they got the, I don't know, it's tough. I just feel like they got the experience, so I feel like they're going to they gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. And seven, yeah. though. And seven. seven. And a dog fight, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan, your thoughts on this? Who, who you got? You know, I said last week, like, if James Harden comes to play, and I am probably the farthest thing from a James Harden fan. Like, I, I don't like him as a player. Like, I've never liked his game style of play. Like, but if he comes to play, it's going to be a series. Right now, now if it's just Joe showing out, I, I'll take Boston in five or six. But I mean, it could easily go seven, and the Sixers winning it. But I've got Celtics winning this series. Mm. Yeah. So you got the Celtics and how many games? Uh, six. Celtics six. and six. Yeah. If that happens, it's going people gonna be mad at Doc Rivers. Watch if they if they lose in six and how many I you already know people gonna be yep. criticizing Doc Rivers. They're gonna be like, uh-uh, they should at least win seven. Uh-uh, y'all should have won at least. Like people gonna be all over that man. And so if, if, yep, if it go to six, they could be looking to fire him probably. Um, and so yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with the Celtics too. I just think the Celtics been there. They've been there, done that. They experienced. They're a really good team, really good defensive team. 
Um, I really the, the one matchup I'm really looking forward to though, y'all, is seeing how Robert Williams y'all match up with Embiid and seeing if he can kind of neutralize him in some aspect. Because if yeah. he can't, then the six is gonna six is gonna beat them. Six is gonna beat them. Robert Williams is a dog for those. I mean, John, I don't know if you know, but I like Javon, uh, I like Devontae and Ian, though. Yeah. Robert Williams is a dog down though. He's a dog down there. Definitely it's, a killer on the rebounds. He a killer on the rebounds. Killer with them dunks, killer with them boys. They got, they got him OD on 2K with the rebounds. Oh, they do, <laughs> I bet. He OD, like they make this man get every board. Mm, right. And so, yeah, I'm really interested in that matchup. That's an important matchup there, man. So the role players for Philly going to have to step up. That's going to be a good series. Yeah, that's going to be a good series. These next, these next couple series, all oh, these second rounds should be good. On this real. Good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, fellas, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the Western Conference now. And so, Jonathan, we're going to start with you. Um, let's start with the Suns and the Nuggets. That's going to be another good series. And okay. so, <laughs> going to seven so games. Right. Jonathan and Devontae, Dan, Jamar. And so, Jonathan. Who you got for this series, man? You got the Nuggets or the Suns? I'm taking the Suns. And I, I just don't I, – I just don't believe in the Nuggets. I, I think it was a fluke. I, I, I just don't know. Like, you know, like I've lived in Colorado two different times and – you know, I see their fans and everything, and I see the Nuggets fans, and I see the way the Nuggets play, and I just don't think they have what it takes to make a very deep run. I mean, yeah, their guys are hot right now. They're playing well together. Like, they're stepping it up at the right time, but, I mean, Chris Paul has to do minimum work when you've got KD and Devin Booker going off. So, I mean... I got the Suns in five. Five. Woo. Oh, all right. Got the Suns pretty much being the, putting the clamps on the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Ann, what's your thoughts, bro? Who you got the Nuggets or the Suns? Uh, this should be a good series. Only thing I'm concerned about with the Suns is they, they're top heavy. They don't really have a lot of, uh, I don't really have a bench. Yeah. The bench is pretty. Pretty slim pickings, but uh, man, it's hard to go against. It's hard to go against Devin Booker, Katie, and Chris Paul. That they top heavy, and it's it's scary. They oh. Devin scored forty seven the other day, and you got Kevin Durant with another twenty eight to thirty points, and then you got Chris Paul distributing. That's that's a tough matchup for anybody, but. I feel like Denver is a more deeper team. So I'm gonna go with Denver. I'm gonna go with Denver and seven. And I'm not mm. even I'm not even a big Denver Nuggets fan. I, I feel the same way Jonathan feel. I don't feel like I feel like it's a fluke. They're just a season team. I feel like that completely. But I'm it's almost like even with the MB situation, if y'all gonna do it, this is the year to do it. This is the year to do it. Because we don't, I don't know if I don't know if Golden State gonna make it out of game seven. I don't know if they're gonna make it out of sack Sunday. You don't know. So you, if they if they slay if they slay the drag, they slay the champion. It's there. Right. It's open. 
It's over from now. And <laughs> you know, I thought of something else while we were talking because me and him both brought up KD, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul. A lot of us tend to forget DeAndre Ayton's there too. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, they're top heavy, but yeah, that's tough. Ayton, Ayton can go and guard uh Jokic. But so I mean that that's the big difference in that whole situation is DeAndre Ayton playing defense on Jokic. Like if he shuts him down, what is Denver really able to do at that point? There's no playmaking come from, coming from Jokic, and it all starts with him. But 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 Jonathan ain't no shutting down Jokic. He too damn good. Oh man. He 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 just he do so much on the court. It is so hard to like stop him. Ask Rudy Gobert. But he what? Three, four time defensive player of the year. That and, man is but no, Mike he Trout was playing basketball. He had good, right, but he look. Gobert played a good series. Minnesota played a good series against Denver, Jonathan. I promise yeah, you they did. they did. They played a good-ass series. They played hard. I can see why y'all kind of thought they would beat them. They literally, like, had them on the ropes and pushed them. That was a tough five games. And so, like, Rudy Gobert played great defense on him. And my point is, is if Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, both double-teaming him, can't do nothing with him. I think DeAndre Ayton is in for a he in for a, a cook session. That, that's just me. Yeah, but Ayton plays perimeter defense better even than both of you, those guys. Right, but then my thing is, is that even if he got perimeter defense, Joker just so big, he bigger than Ayton, and his his reach is just like unmatchable. Like he finds so many ways to score on you, Jonathan. Like he he not a sexy looking player, nothing like that. He don't come in with a six pack like Jimmy Butler, but the man cooks. He 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 does it, and and I don't know if there's any possible way to stop a guy that big, that strong. It's like Tyson Fury in boxing, fellas. Same thing. You he just he ain't sexy, but he's so big, so strong. What can you do? What can you do? And so Devonte, bro, your thoughts on this uh, upcoming classic? The Nuggets and Suns. Who you got for this? I gotta go with Suns in six or seven. Okay. Suns. And he, I piggyback off what you said. Even though, yeah, Joker is a killer MVP, but if it, it, it's, it, it's not gonna be enough for the Suns because the Suns got too many weapons. You know, like mm-hmm. any one of them can go off for forty quick. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. CP3 might go off sometimes on some fluky stuff. It might be just, it's just, it's just, they all got too, they got too many weapons. That big three is is very tough. So I feel like I'm gonna go with the Suns and six. Look, I love y'all, man, but I don't like how y'all disrespecting Jamal Murray. Like he not no, gonna go. I ain't disrespecting him. <laughs> like like but this man. I don't see like, the Jamal Murray that was the same Jamal Murray from the bubble. The Jamal Murray from the bubble was. Cuzzo, did you watch him in the first round? Did you watch? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the work he was putting in. He definitely was putting in work, but I still don't see that Jamal Murray that was from the bubble. That's right now. That's new to them Jamal Murray, because that Jamal Murray in the bubble was different. That's how I heard about it. I didn't even know who he was at first. I'm like, hold on, who is this? Devontae, did you see Michael Porter Jr.? People don't know about this dude. Nah, he's a killer, definitely. I found out about him. Finally, helped. Finally, Junior is definitely a killer. 
That dude is the truth. Definitely. I agree with you on that. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Jamar, Jamar, settle the score, man. Like, who you got for this? Because I know you've been, I know you've been a Suns fan. You you've been very high on the Suns thing. No, I heard everybody's points here. <laughs> Jay Good, what you got for us? <laughs> um, you know, there, there, there's two sides of the ball, right? You, you know, both teams score, but uh, you know, you gotta play some defense here. And crazy thing is, you know, you know, Devin Booker, you know, he's been lighting it up, but he's also been playing some defense, something I have never seen from him in his career until probably right now. Like this, this man has turned into a two-way player in front of my eyes. Um, I don't know if there's anyone on Denver that's going to be able to guard Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Agree. Now, now they could probably score with them to a certain degree, but I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop them. But I think Phoenix can actually play some defense when it matters most. I don't, and like, you know, Devontae was saying, and which I said before, I haven't seen Jamal Murray be that guy since since the bow before he tore his ACL. I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen flashes probably in the last round, but I haven't really, like, consistently see that killer. Yeah, consistent Jamal Murray. Yeah. But he I getting was... his legs back, Jamar. Dude, how many years has it been? How many he more? He was out <laughs> all last year. It's only been this season. He was out for two seasons, wasn't he? Yeah, two out. seasons. So, like, that's, he, that's he, a problem. You know, he's back now. And okay. he still yeah. had to get his and legs we, back. And we can say the same thing about but Michael Porter Jr. and his bad back, right? We, we can say anything about that. And you know how I feel about Michael Porter Jr. I've been see. waiting on him to turn the corner. He's been sitting at that stop sign for about a good two years, too. So I'm like, I don't think Denver has enough. I just don't. I, I don't. Like, I get that, you know, Phoenix doesn't have the bench. Maybe so, but I don't when it counts most when when Phoenix start going on these spurts here, when when Devin Booker is actually playing at his apex and, and Kevin Durant is just spotting up, or Kevin Durant just getting to his spots and they just consistently start going eight, 10, 12, 14 old runs, like what is Denver gonna do? I know Jokic is gonna get his, that's fine, but Forgot, can yeah. everybody else get his consistently? That's that's the thing. And yeah, like, you know, three of us on this panel picked, you know, the Timberwolves to beat the Nuggets. And it's not even more so because of what we believe in the Timberwolves. It's just more so the lack of what we believe in the Nuggets. Right. That, that's just what it is. And yeah, you know, Gobert supposed to be in that defender, but Gobert has been having – Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns have been having more JaVale McGee moments than JaVale McGee these days. So <laughs> – but nevertheless, like Phoenix, and Phoenix, and lastly, I'm gonna say this: Phoenix has a chip on their shoulder. Like maybe Nuggets do too, but Phoenix and Chris Paul knows that. Like this, this is it. Like this is the last hurrah. Like we got to get it done, or is, is you just not getting it done? I got, I got, I got Phoenix and maybe six, maybe gentlemen sweep. I don't know, but it's not going seven. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I got Denver in the series. I got Denver. And you know why? I'm persuaded after watching that Clippers series. Tell me if I'm wrong. If Kawhi Leonard played that series, who win that series? Clippers, the Clippers. probably. The Clippers. 
It's different. They though. were on ice until he left, and then when he left, oh yeah, fifty points. You weren't doing that when Kawhi was in the series. You showed <laughs> it when he left. <laughs> finish, finish your point because I got a big rebuttal for you. But go ahead. Okay. When he left, yeah, Devin Booker started cooking. He started cooking. But my whole point is this. With Denver, it ain't just the fact of Jamal and, you know, the Joker, of course. You got guys like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, okay? That is a great defender. That is a great clutch three-point shooter built for the playoffs. You got a guy like Bruce Brown. You got a guy like Aaron Gordon, who I feel could guard Kevin Durant. And that's not sleep on his offensive ability. He can score. He was a borderline all-star this year. Uh, you got guys within Denver, such as Michael Porter Jr., who we've been waiting to, uh, you say, been on the stop sign. But that dude now is just stroking it, and it's pure. Jamal Murray, man. I think Jamal Murray, Jamar, whatever moment arises, the bigger the moment, the bigger Jamal Murray plays, period. When they needed a bucket, it was him a joker that got it. Phoenix can go on runs, but I can tell you this, Jamar. It will either be Jamal Murray or the Joker that will stop that run. I promise you, every time. And the Joker will stop it because ain't no stopping him. It will be vital, like you stated, Jonathan. If DeAndre Aiden can stick him, then, yeah, Phoenix win this series. But, bro, I'm just being honest. I highly doubt he can hang out with the Joker for a whole series. I don't think nobody humanly possibly can. Maybe Anthony Davis, probably one of the few. Like, literally. And so... I think the reason why Denver win this series, my bro, Jamar, is simple. They got home court. They got home court. And so I think they take game one, and then I think they go take a big game in Phoenix. And then I think late in the series, they take one back home again. And so for me, I feel y'all with Phoenix. But Phoenix did not persuade me enough against the Clippers. They damn near went toe-to-toe. Clippers was like, yeah, scoring against them. And so, Jamar, I hear you, bro. They played defense, but Clippers put up a lot of points, including Russell Westbrook. Maybe maybe Russell Westbrook is back. I don't know. But, you know, just saying, you know, like he was, he was scoring against Phoenix like nobody was sticking him. And so I got Devin in this series. I think they're the better team, bro. But go ahead. Go with your rebuttal. I mean, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was playing. I mean, I, I picked the Clippers to win that series because I I didn't think Kawhi Leonard would, you know, tour, you know, tear his meniscus. I didn't think that would happen. I should have known better. But <laughs> uh, no, the difference is, I mean, Kawhi Leonard is an all-time two-way defender. That that that's that's the biggest difference. I don't think Caldwell Pope is that guy. I darn sure don't believe Aaron Gordon is an all-time two-way defender. I. I that's that's not happening. It, it's just not. And, and yeah, you know, Gary Gordon, you know, borderline all star, but I mean, he's not consistent enough for me. Caldwell Pope, as you know, experienced as he is, he's not consistent enough for me. And if the role player is not consistent, and if you know, two of your, you know, not none of them are consistent enough for me. They're just not. And if Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray not playing at a high level consistently either, either. I'm, I'm taking a team that's top heavy that is playing at a high level consistently. I'm just, just damn. Mm. Fellas, I, I ain't disagreeing with y'all. 
I, you know, it, it's just going to be a great series. I, I can't wait to watch that one. It, is. it will be entertaining. <laughs> Absolutely. Lastly, y'all, the Lakers, uh, they moved on. Every I'm shocked. Like, the way they look, they look like they weren't going to make the playoffs. Uh, but they beat the hell out of Memphis, and they took care of them. You, you would think that the Lakers were the two seed and Memphis was the seven seed. Um, but it was the opposite. And so the Lakers look like a strong team, too. Um, they will play either the Kings or the Warriors. And so, fellas, we can't get into that second-round series, but we can get into game seven. That is happening tomorrow. And so, um, Jonathan, we go with you, and we go with you, Jamar, and then Devontae. So, fellas, I need to know who wins this game seven tomorrow between the Kings and the Warriors. Who y'all got? I'm flat-out taking the experience. Golden State. I think is going to come in in Sacramento, shut them down. And I mean, it's going to be a close game, but I'm taking Golden State to win it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus McKay stated, Good morning. Good morning, bro. He say Laker Nation, Laker Nation. So we know who he got. Good morning, Marcus Sharp, Javon Holloway, MP. So, Ian, who you got for this series, bro? Kings or the Warriors? Man, it's tough. Uh, I honestly thought I thought the Warriors would handle business. Game six, yeah. Yeah, I thought they would handle business yesterday. That kind of threw me off. I'm like, wow. I was I was shocked. I was like, if Sacramento go into Golden State and win, I'm like, that would be very impressive. And they got it done. Um, League Monk had 28 off the bench. I'm like, oof. They put the claps on them, bro. They beat the hell out of the Warriors. It was a that score one sixteen ninety nine was a lot further than what it seemed. They they yeah. beat them out basically. Yeah. Um. It's tough. I want to go with the experience, but I don't want to say the Warriors and they go play like they did, you know, yesterday. I mean, I don't want to under. Man, I, I, man, I don't want to undercut. You know the. The Kings, man, the Kings, they've been showing up. They've been showing up. Right. Let me ask you this question, Ann, bro, just real quickly, my bro. Yeah. The Warriors have that championship experience, like Jonathan stated. But what has been the Warriors' problem all season? And don't it be so funny how, like, when you have a habit or a bad habit, it always comes to you, like, sometimes in the worst moments. And that whole story, the whole year, 11 and 30 on the road, now you – had your chance game six. Had your chance. Yeah. Now that's game that's, seven that's on the crazy. road. That's yeah. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. They've been a terrible road team this year. And for them to, you know, to win and sack last time, they they actually escaped in Golden State a couple games ago. What was that mm-hmm. last? That was last Saturday or last Sunday. Yeah, they escaped game. Yeah, they yes. escaped game four for sure. Absolutely. Game they three, I mean. Game three. Yeah. Um, and now they got to go on the road and, you know, and, and play game seven. And they've been exceptional at home all year. And they, for them to put up a dud like that the other day, that's, that's kind of disappointing. Um, It's tough. I want to say the Kings so bad, but I'm, I'm going to go with the experience. I'm going to go with the Warriors. I'm going to go with the experience. But, man, them Kings, man, them boys, they, they're young and they ain't shying away from the moment. 
Mm -hmm. I, I was expecting them to just kind of fight hard a little bit yesterday, but kind of just, you know, fizzle out. But they ain't shying away from the moment. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Warriors and experience. But I will not be shocked if Sacramento just, if we see possibly a, like the Lakers and Memphis game. Right. Go and beat the brakes off of them and say, go sit your yeah. old asses down. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors come out come out with a W, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Devontae, who you got in this, cuz? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors also off the experience because they've not done that before. So they know how, how to handle a game seven situation. But um, if the Kings do pull off that W, it ain't going to be surprising to me because I agree with my man said he um, – because they they – they is tough. Like they young, they give them, they they not scared of the moment, and they gonna batter you all the way from, from the tip off. And De'Aaron Fox with the hand injury and still playing through it, so yeah, that's 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 tough. So I'm a I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm gonna go with the Warriors for this one. Yeah, dropped thirty eight last night. De'Aaron Fox, uh, they can't stop them on, on, the uh, on the injured hand. On the injured hand. On the injured hand. They can't they can't <laughs> stop the, that boy. On his left hand, and that's the strong hand. So that just tell you something. Like they ain't finna, they ain't finna be no sweet walker in the park for this game tomorrow. But it's gonna be good though. Mm, like the Warriors, gonna be trying to yeah. like the team. I tell you one thing: if the Warriors don't come out strong from the tip off from that first half, that first half gonna be key to me. I feel like it's gonna be key because from the start of the tip off, it's gonna show you who really wanted. Right. Right, defensive wise, because they both can score the ball, but I'm, I'm gonna be paying attention to the defense to see who really want it. Mm, yeah, they're gonna have to defend game seven for sure. You can't give up nothing for free in game seven. Yeah, yes, yeah. And so, Jamar here's our video, and so, uh, possibly we'll get Jamar's pick later. Um, and so with this series, I'm gonna go with the Kings, then I'm gonna go with the Kings, uh, I'm gonna three, go with home. I'm gonna go with home court. Um, just looking at the Kings, the one key component here in this series is the Aaron Fox. Steph Curry was limited last night, and I was shocked. And in a seven-game series, generally, you know, sometimes it's—I see y'all point of experience, but nobody's been able to stop the Aaron Fox this series, and I just see him being at home in Sacramento. Um, where they've been all year. That team, y'all, put up 170-some points. I don't think that's a fluke. They, they they can put up a lot of buckets, and that's why they was the dangerous opponent for um, Golden State in the first place is because they can score just as much as they can. And so um, I'm going to go with Sacramento. Um, yeah, and we'll see what happens from there. So Jamar, um, he chimed off, but we'll get his pick um, pretty soon. And so, fellas... I think really outside of that, we've covered the NBA playoffs. Uh, shout out to the uh, LA Lakers. Uh, we assume who they play against. Um, and, and we'll go from there. So, guess with that being said, um, we'll go with final thoughts and shout outs. So, Ian, Jonathan, Devontae, uh, any final thoughts and shout outs, fellas, as we head into the weekend? I'm not going first. Yeah. None in particular. Well, I'll say, well, 
shout no, I do got one. Shout out to uh, you know, shout out to the to the quarterbacks that went. Well, it was the first time I think three uh black quarterbacks went in the top five. So shout out to them brothers, man. Shout out to them living out their dream. Shout out to everybody this weekend getting drafted, living out their dream. It's, it's it's a beautiful thing seeing those seeing those guys, you know, get that call and you know their life change and you know that, it's a beautiful thing watching them people be happy, man, for sure. That's facts, bro. That's facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jonathan, final thoughts and shout outs, boys. We got into the weekend. Uh as always, I just appreciate you guys letting having me on and we appreciate hope you. Everyone, hope everybody has a good weekend. Enjoy some playoff basketball, enjoy some just time with your family and just remember to cherish the moments because you never know when it's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Factual, brother. Absolutely factual. Yeah. Uh, Devontae, uh, if you're there, uh, yes, sir. Any final thoughts or shout outs as we head into the weekend? Nah, man. I, I appreciate you for having me on here for the podcast, man. I'm yes, definitely going to. And I could bring some more basketball players, D1 players and stuff if you need them. They yes, hopping. sir. Yes, sir. In FYI world, Devontae uh, is a point guard, starting point guard for Governor State University. It's my little cuz, and he's a Morgan Park Mustang. So, you know, he's been in the trenches playing with Morgan Park in some big crucial days. Yeah, definitely a trench, baby. Trench, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, man. And he is up there. You see him in all types of camps, constantly putting in work, constantly putting in work. And one thing he got in common with the Aaron Fox, that left hand. And so. Yes, sir. That lefty, that lefty hooping, that lefty hooping. And so, bro, we appreciate you coming on the early morning sports talk sure. podcast and talking hooping with us and even a little bit of NFL. And so I appreciate you for coming on and appreciate you, Jonathan, Jamar. Y'all appreciate you coming on, bro. And it's uh, definitely been a blast to have you on with us this morning for show. Love, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, bro, we thank you all for rocking with us this morning on the early morning sports talk podcast and getting up with us. A lot of interaction. We appreciate you all. May you all have a great weekend, a safe weekend. Stay blessed. Peace.